This week on Let's Talk About Mental Health, I'm talking about how acceptance improves your mental health and well-being. So let's get talking. This is Let's Talk About Mental Health, a weekly podcast about mental health and well-being hosted by Jeremy Godwin. Let's talk about mental health, because the more we talk about it, the easier it gets. Hello and welcome to episode 36 of Let's Talk About Mental Health, the weekly podcast about improving your mental health and well-being. I'm Jeremy Godwin. Thank you for joining me. This week I'm talking about acceptance. I'll be discussing the role of acceptance in good mental health, the difference between self-acceptance and acceptance of external events, and why both are important, how to get better at accepting yourself for who you are, and how to develop greater acceptance of external circumstances. So let's talk! Now just before we begin today, a quick reminder that you can find the complete transcript for every episode at letstalkaboutmentalhealth.com.au forward slash episodes. All you have to do is find the episode that you're after in the list, and you can then select the link in the read column. So if you ever find yourself wanting to make notes about what I've said, or just to revisit something, you can find it in the transcript. You can also sign up for free at letstalkaboutmentalhealth.com.au forward slash subscribe to have new posts land in your inbox every week. So you can read each new transcript at your leisure. Okay, on with this week's episode. Last week in episode 35, I talked about insecurity. And one of the main points that I made was that we can find greater peace of mind in accepting things as they are, rather than resisting or wishing that circumstances were different, since the past cannot be changed. And instead, choosing to approach things more rationally and objectively, so that we can have a better chance of success in terms of improving the situation. Now, the notion of acceptance is something I talk about a lot in Let's Talk About Mental Health, and very often our suffering can be directly related to the degree to which we resist the truth of what is. In other words, instead of getting hung up on how you ended up wherever you are, since that's a futile waste of energy, because you are where you are right now, whether you like it or not, Peace can be found in accepting the present as it is, and then working from that point to create a better future. This is realistic optimism in action, because it means that we have an accurate assessment of our current reality, but we know that with time, effort, and perseverance, we can improve things and we can grow. I know, this is some pretty seriously philosophical stuff, right? (laughs) Let me give you my own recent example around acceptance, which is either going to make you laugh or roll your eyes. One of the things that sent me into shock back in March when the world went nuts as coronavirus turned everything upside down was the cancellation of Eurovision 2020. I know, I know, it's the song contest that you either love or hate, unless you've never heard of it, in which case I send you my hearty commiserations. If you're aware of Eurovision, then as many of you know by now, I have been very obsessed with Eurovision for many, many years, and it is the absolute highlight of my year. So when it was cancelled for the first time ever this year, there was already a lot going on in the world, obviously. Plus, you know, I've, I've spoken to you before about the fact that at the time my cat Pushka was very sick and it was just all this stuff and it just added to this tailspin that I was already in, as I'm sure many of you were. 
Now, continuing to use Eurovision as an example there, for several months I wanted nothing to do with all the special content that was being released. They did a Europe Shine a Light special that was aired the night that the contest was originally scheduled for. I didn't watch it. I hadn't listened to any of the entries for 2020. In short, I kind of went into this denial mode on a whole bunch of things, and this was one of them. About a month ago, something shifted, and I found myself finally able to lean into acceptance more. And not long after that, I listened to the entries for Eurovision 2020, and I watched the special, and now not a day goes by where I'm not listening to my favourites. In fact, when I wrote the content for this episode, I was actually listening to entries from 2020. It was actually the Iceland entry, Think About Things, and yes, I do think it would have or should have been the winner this year. Anyway, I digress. My point, if I have one, is that until we're able to reach a point of accepting things as they are, instead of pretending that it's not happening or resisting the truth, then we're not able to make our peace with circumstances. And until you've made your peace with it, you can't move forward. And so that is what we're exploring this week. So what is acceptance? Well, there are two types of acceptance, internal and external. Internal acceptance refers to accepting yourself, in other words, self-acceptance, whilst external acceptance refers to submitting to the reality that external events are what they are. It doesn't mean that you have to approve of whatever the situation is. It simply means that you acknowledge things as they are. There's a big difference between acceptance and approval. And in a 2017 Psychology Today article written by Denise Fournier, she wrote, Acceptance is acknowledging what's already happened. Approval is consenting to more of it in the future. Acceptance simply means that you're facing reality as it's being presented to you, so you can make a decision about how to proceed. And I'll put the link to that in the transcript. Another way of looking at it is summed up in the words of Michael J. Fox. Acceptance doesn't mean resignation, it means understanding that something is what it is, and that there's got to be a way through it. Here's the thing, acceptance does not mean just getting over it or giving up. It means being willing to acknowledge that what is, is what is, and that the circumstances of the past cannot be changed. However, it's also about knowing that it is always possible to change events for the better, both now and in the future. Which might sound like a bit of a paradox, but I promise you that it will make much more sense as we explore this topic further. Let's talk about the role of acceptance in good mental health. And this might sound like a pretty big statement to make, but I'm going to make it anyway. Acceptance is one of the most important and fundamental aspects of good mental health. Why? Because the opposite of acceptance is resistance. And resisting is really important when it comes to human rights violations and social injustices. But when it comes to your mental health, all that resistance does is create additional unnecessary suffering. Life is full of challenges. And to live means that we will each experience the whole spectrum of emotions, from the great through to the painful. We human beings have a tendency to focus more energy on the negative, which is why it can be really difficult to let go when we're suffering. And this is where a focus on building your ability to accept things as they are can then help you to focus your energy on moving forward, rather than weighing you down and increasing your suffering. Acceptance forms the foundation of many different spiritual and philosophical belief systems. 
For example, the second noble truth of Buddhism is desire is the root of all suffering, and that perfectly describes lack of acceptance. In other words, wanting reality to be different to what it is, or just ignoring reality. Think about a recent political example, and I don't usually bring politics up in here, so to be clear, I'm commenting on the situation that occurred and looking at it from an external perspective, and I'm not discussing you know, whether I agree with the event or not. But let's talk about Brexit. When the result of the vote was declared, there was an absolute uproar, followed by demands for a second vote, etc, etc. There was so much energy that was wasted fighting against accepting the reality of what had happened in order to then move forward. And it's an extreme example, but I bring it up because so often we can find ourselves wishing for a do-over and playing the what-if game, where we imagine how things might have turned out differently, especially when we're not happy with the result of something. But life doesn't work like that. There are no do-overs. Now that doesn't mean that we don't use our voices to demand better, but we also need to be realistic and deal with things as they are. I particularly like this quote by John Kabat-Zinn, which was quoted in a 2015 article about acceptance in Psychology Today, and again, the link will be in the transcript. And the quote is, Acceptance doesn't, by any stretch of the imagination, mean passive resignation. Quite the opposite. It takes a huge amount of fortitude and motivation to accept what is, especially when you don't like it, and then work wisely and effectively as best you possibly can with the circumstances you find yourself in and with the resources at your disposal, both inner and outer, to mitigate, heal, redirect and change what can be changed. And again, the quote will be in the transcript. Here's the thing about acceptance. Acceptance isn't about giving in or giving up. In fact, acceptance takes courage, and it is quite possibly the bravest thing that we can ever hope to do in the face of adversity. In that article by Denise Fournier that I mentioned earlier, she also wrote, Failing to accept reality creates suffering where there's already pain. It creates confusion where there can be clarity, anguish where there can be peace. We don't accept things in order to change what's happening, nor do we do it in order to feel better about it. We accept because it is the only logical thing to do. Whatever is happening is happening. Whatever occurred, already occurred. We embrace reality because it's already here, right now, and resisting it won't make it go away. Again, the link for that is in the transcript. Changing the way you think about things is not impossible, but it's also not easy. It takes time, effort, and perseverance. Why bother then? Well, because it's worth it, and it helps you to grow. And with that in mind, let's get into the how-to part of this week's episode. Let me just make a note here that I mentioned two types of acceptance earlier, self-acceptance along with accepting external events, and I'll be touching on both in the how-to part. So let's start with self-acceptance. How do you improve your self-acceptance? Self-acceptance goes hand-in-hand with self-esteem, and that's something that I'm going to be exploring further in its own future episode of Let's Talk About Mental Health, and I have touched on a few related subjects in the past. Here are a few important things for you to consider when you're working on improving your self-acceptance. The first is that the way you talk to yourself matters, and that's why I covered it back in episode 9, Self-Talk. So be conscious of speaking to yourself and thinking about yourself in a positive way. My general rule of thumb is, if you wouldn't say it to your elderly grandmother, then it has no place in the dialogue that you have with yourself. Check out episode 9 for more about self-talk and mental health. The next point is, remember that you have value no matter what. You are worthy, you matter, 
and you have something to contribute to this world. The thing is, if you do no harm to yourself or others, if you are kind to yourself and others without taking any shit, and also if you give more than you take from this world, then you are a decent person. And if we all focused on being decent, this world would be a much better place to live. So instead of getting hung up on all of these other things, if you can focus on achieving those three things, no harm, kindness, and giving more than you take, then that makes you somebody who has value no matter what. Now the next part of that is to accept that you will make mistakes. And if you make mistakes, that's okay. Mistakes are learning opportunities and they're how we grow, how we evolve. I talked about mistakes all the way back in episode two of Let's Talk About Mental Health, which is practically a lifetime ago now. And I did so, so early on in the run of this show because the notion that learning to be okay with our mistakes and forgiving ourselves is another one of the most fundamental and foundational aspects of good mental health and well-being. As I said back in that episode, learn from your mistakes and be kind to yourself and then accept it and move forward. Everybody makes mistakes. Another thing to consider when it comes to your self-acceptance is that other people's opinions are not facts, they are opinions. So don't let what other people think hold you back from being the best version of yourself that you can possibly be. I talked about opinions back in episode 21 and I would encourage you to explore that episode if you haven't already been across it. But at the end of the day, what other people think of you is none of your business. Again, if you're focused on doing no harm, being kind and giving more than you take, to hell with what other people think. An extension of that is to know your strengths and all of your positives and to make the most of them. And at the same time, know your weaknesses and all of those things that are learning opportunities for you. And then make conscious effort to be a little bit better every day. Another way to focus on building greater self-acceptance is to listen to yourself and to trust your instincts. As Lao Tzu said, at the center of your being, you have the answer. You know who you are and you know what you want. And if you're dealing with mental health issues and self-acceptance is a sticking point for you, don't go it alone. Work with a professional, so a counsellor or a therapist. And you might also find it worthwhile to get self-paced tools that work for you. For example, there's a good book, Self-Acceptance, The Key to Recovery from Mental Illness, which is by Ashier and Hastings. And it's a practical workbook for groups and individuals that was published back in 2015. And it's available in print and ebook. But it's an actual workbook that you can go through that helps you to focus on self-acceptance and increasing that self-acceptance. So whatever it is, work with a professional and or find self-paced tools that work for you. So moving on from self-acceptance, and as I said, I'll be exploring self-esteem in a future episode in a few weeks' time. Now I'm going to move on to how to get better at accepting things as they are. And this is realistically the main focus of today's episode. So when it comes to dealing with things, make a choice. Do you want to feel stuck or worse yet, dragged down by circumstances and events? Or do you want to feel positive about your life and to have as much control as you possibly can, given the reality that there will always be many things that are outside of your direct control? In the words of William James, Acceptance of what has happened is the first step to overcoming the consequences of any misfortune. Let's use coronavirus as an example. That's a uh, a live example that many of us can relate to at the moment, given that this is going out in July 2020. 
There are many who continue to fight against coronavirus in the sense of not accepting the reality of what is going on or airing their grievances about the behaviours of others, you know, individuals, the government, whatever. But what does all of that do? The virus doesn't give a shit about politics or, you know, what you think about people or any of that nonsense. It's just spreading like any disease does. There's so much judging and finger-pointing going on, which is leading to even more extreme behaviour as now people protest about having to wear face masks or complaining that the economy should be prioritised over public health and safety or don't even get me started on the conspiracy theories, but anyway. You can get caught up in all of this and the feelings that it triggers for you based on your individual beliefs or you could approach this situation with an acceptance mindset. Things are as they are. And no amount of fighting or finger pointing is going to change what is. So then what do you do now? Do you continue to waste your energy on the problem? Or do you accept things as they are and become part of the solution? There's only one smart choice in any situation, especially a crisis like this. Focus on yourself and your contributions rather than what other people are or aren't doing. Accept things as they are. And... Do what is within your control to make things better. By all means, join the chorus in terms of demanding fairness and kindness to all in terms of medical attention and financial support, etc. But don't let that be an excuse for then getting into arguments with people whose belief systems are fundamentally different because you are never going to convince someone to change through arguing. It is up to you to accept that fact and focus on what you can do instead which is to be positive, to accept things as they are, and to contribute to change by focusing on what's within your own direct control. Look, the thing with acceptance is it takes work. It doesn't just happen because you decide to flip a switch one day. Acceptance takes conscious effort. Now, you can do this by cultivating greater self-awareness in terms of how you instinctively react to situations and then do the work to build and maintain a positive mindset. And that's something that I discussed back in episode 31. So I would encourage you to go back and hit up that episode, episode 31, for more about building and maintaining a positive mindset. More broadly speaking, for all of us, there are lots of things we can do. We can engage in activities that support acceptance by doing things that make for a better today and tomorrow, rather than fighting about what happened yesterday, because the past cannot be changed. So no matter how hard you resist that truth, it is what it is. It's happened. Further to that is focusing on relationships that promote acceptance. If you're around negative people all the time, it's virtually impossible for that not to rub off onto you. You can't change other people. Instead, you can choose to be around people who have a positive mindset and who embrace acceptance. Yes, that's hard, especially if that means spending less time with people who you love because of their negativity. But you have to decide what's more important to you, the relationship or your peace of mind. Sometimes you just cannot have both. And we need to accept that fact. We can also pursue emotional experiences that boost acceptance. You know, let's focus more on can instead of cannot, on will instead of won't. We can say yes to opportunities more often and say no to things that take away from your sense of peace and calm. All of that creates more acceptance. And it's also about changing what you can and letting go of what you cannot. Sometimes that means having to change the way that you look at things that are outside of your control. And sometimes, like I said before, that means having to walk away completely. You can practice acceptance daily in the big things, and you can also do it in the little things. Are you running late due to traffic? 
Let go of what is beyond your control and focus on what is. Find refuge and joy in the little moments. And it's those little moments that are what really matters in life. And once you embrace that mindset, it changes how you choose to exert your energy. It encourages you to think more about acceptance rather than focusing on the negative. By extension, choose to consciously practice acceptance of others. Now, this is one that I haven't really explored too much as part of this topic, but let me just say that when you judge other people, it's the opposite of acceptance, and it's damaging to both them and to you. Now, I'm talking about actual acceptance here, not tolerance. There is a big difference between acceptance and tolerance, and I, for one, am not prepared to settle for just being tolerated because that's not true equality. This is a much bigger topic for another episode, but suffice it to say that equality and acceptance go hand in hand. I always talk about do no harm to others and to yourself, and part of that is accepting that if other people are doing no harm, then just let them get on with it. Anyway, moving on. Now, because I always talk about prevention is better than cure, there are many things that you can also do every day that will help to build a more positive mindset and, by extension, to build greater acceptance. And I talk about these ones a lot. They are things like mindfulness practice, so slowing down and being aware of the present moment. That doesn't mean that you need to have some great big production. You can simply spend five minutes sitting quietly, being mindful of what's going on in the moment. Also, gratitude practice. And again, that doesn't need to be a great big production. That can simply be spending a couple of minutes each morning or each evening to think about what it is that you appreciate in life. Breathing exercises, they help to center you, they bring you to the present moment, and they can be done in the space of a minute or two. And journaling, you can journal to deal with things or to process through things that you're struggling to accept, or you can simply focus on just getting your feelings out and letting go of things. It's worthwhile getting professional assistance to help you develop a greater sense of acceptance when it comes to external events, especially if that's something that you might struggle with. See a counsellor or a therapist weekly or fortnightly to help you work through practical ways to build greater acceptance, especially for events that are outside of your control. Because when it comes to acceptance, what it all boils down to is this. There are so many things in this life that we have absolutely no power over other than how we respond to them. And when we spend too much time focused on what we can never hope to change, we create unnecessary suffering for ourselves. You will never be able to avoid negative stuff because it's inevitable in life. But what you can do is accept things as they are rather than wasting your energy resisting reality. Instead of focusing on the negative, that energy can be more effectively used to focus on what you can do today to make things better in order to create a much brighter tomorrow. That's nearly it for this week. Each week I like to share a quote about the week's topic and encourage you to take a few moments to reflect on it and consider what it means to you. This week's quote is by James Baldwin and it is, Not everything that is faced can be changed, but nothing can be changed until it is faced. Let me repeat that. Not everything that is faced can be changed, but nothing can be changed until it is faced. All right, that's it for this week. Next week, I'll be talking about growth. I'll be discussing the role of personal growth in living a better life and exploring ways that you can incorporate a growth mindset into your day-to-day living. I hope you'll join me for that episode, which will be released on Monday morning in Australia and New Zealand, Sunday evening in the UK, Ireland and Europe, and Sunday afternoon in the US and Canada. 
You can find past episodes and additional content at the website, which is letstalkaboutmentalhealth.com.au. That's letstalkaboutmentalhealth.com.au. You can also find Let's Talk About Mental Health on Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest at LTA Mental Health. That's at LTA Mental Health. If you liked this episode, please take a moment to leave a five-star review on your podcast platform of choice and tell someone that you know about the show because word of mouth really helps new people to discover the program. Thank you very much for joining me today. As always, look after yourself and make a conscious effort to share positivity and kindness out into the world because you get back what you put out. Take care and talk to you next time.